Okay, Lady Ada, what is this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell, our favoriteest maker half an hour on the internet. It's me, Lady Ada, with me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're here at the Ada Fruit Factory in downtown Manhattan, where we do all design, testing, manufacture, coding, and shipping of the electronic goodies you love to use. But for the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to check in with people around the world. What are they crafting and making? We'd love to see it. Come by and show it off. We're going to start off with some Adafruit folks to check in with their projects. First up is Aaron. Okay, let's bring him over. Here we go. Hello, go Aaron. Aaron. Hey. Uh, so it's it's almost Halloween, and um, I've I've made uh, a fun little project. This is uh, this is Fizzgig. He's uh He's, he's based on the Dark Crystal Fizz gig. He's got a monster mask inside of him. And uh, whenever I press on his little paw here. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Two or three different. Uh... Those, those are good. <laughs> those are good grumbles. Yeah, that's what I've been working on this week. He's got a monster mask inside of him, and he's just built on a cheap wig from the Halloween store. This was a super easy project. I was so surprised. Um, I had a little help from Philby with the code, but uh, once that was done, all I did was plug things in, basically, and he just works. Like, he's amazing. Um, I put him on my pumpkin so that he can guard my candy bowl for Halloween. And <laughs> Okay. Uh, I just launched a tutorial uh, today, and uh, he's uh, he's pretty easy to make. So go check it out and learn. Something. You still have time if you have an Ada box and you want a fizz gig friend for this holiday. Actually, it could be good through Thanksgiving or Christmas too. I think it's a cool guy. And yeah, like yeah, you said, it, all your it's uh, it's because he's yeah. such a messy character. It's like you don't have to have a perfect job building him because it's kind of just a big ball of fuzz. He is a big ball of fuzz. He, he makes me very happy. All right. Well, thanks, Anna. Thanks for coming by. More cool stuff coming from you soon. So we'll check those out. Okay. Next up. All right. Next Phil up. B. Phil B. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> um, hi. What you got going on? You're on a show and tell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. Um, I, I did a, a last minute uh, Halloween project and I can't use my Twitter now because like Twitter collectively wet its pants over, um, right this uh, oozing uh, dragon skull that I made uh, using kind of an optical illusion thing with uh, neopixels. Um, see, they, they, they make a little mess when they hit the ground. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's just shenanigans I'm doing. There's there's actually, there's uh, nine neopixel strands actually coming off the skull, but there's a secret tenth strand underneath. And the timing, top and bottom, is synchronized, so you get these uh, wet oozing drops. It looks so good, but yeah, it's like it's just little dots underneath that light up with the right timing, so it looks like the the LED ooze is, is dripping down. Yeah, I'm not sure if it comes through, you know, video. No, it looks good. Copy on the on the webcam, but yeah, not uh, my my Twitter. Uh, there's a couple videos of it there, or there's a guide now which just published. Thank you. Uh, if anybody wants to make one of these in a hurry, uh, you got about a week till Halloween. Um, and it doesn't have to be the dragon, you know, there's lots of, the code can be adapted to different shaped and sized things, or you can just stick it in the window and you can have, you know, ectoplasm or change the color for blood or whatever. It could be lava. There's a lot of options. Lava, yeah. What, what I like about your projects is, uh, I used to have to do an article called News from the Future. And I know this is what, there's going to be a ton of projects that use this technique, just like 
NeoPixels that you did. You know, we saw a ton of things down to like now there's shoes. Now there's just NeoPixels and shoes. So just shoes, sand. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. one of those, I think. So I think this is neat because any type of liquid can now be LEDified. Yeah, I remember, I remember Scanline was saying, you know, one of the things that she liked is when people didn't use LEDs just as a television. And what yeah. Phil B, what you do is like, your stuff is never just a television. It's always doing something all different. I remember that quote that really stuck with me. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to the LED dripping gravy boat for <laughs> our November project. I didn't look cool on a tree, like, like dripping icicles. I think so yeah. you were inspired by that. Okay, because you were talking about it. Okay, next up. Uh, let's check in. Do we have a Brian now? But oh, yeah, we do. Here. Brian, why don't you show us what you're up to? Howdy, howdy. So this is a plotter in Arduino. I have a new sensor hooked up. Oh, thing dropped off. So yeah, your, on your screen, Brian's screen is good, but Brian is a black box. Uh, it's fine. That's fine. Keep going. Whatever. So yeah. here's the code. So I'm working on the LPS 33W. It's an absolute pressure sensor. Kind of like the LPS 35HW, but this one's got a little nozzle on it so you can hook stuff onto. For the last one, I had my, um, well, I'll just show you what it does. So I can, this is me uh, hitting the plunger on my solder socker. So because this one has a little port on it, I can get the little piece of silicone tubing from the solder socker and it pops straight onto it. So I get like an amazing seal. I can like push it down a little bit before I hook it on and go negative. I go up and down. It's anyways, got it working really quick. So this, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Nice pressure sensor with the port. Okay, looking forward to a new sensor desk of Brian. All right, thank you, Brian. Okay, next up, let's go to JP. What you working on? All right, well, I'm working on the TFT gizmo on the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. And so what I have here, it's a little out of focus. Let me pull it back. This is the uh, Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, and it's got the TFT gizmo on it. And I'm using our uh, Blue Fruit app, which is on iOS and Android. And I'm using it to beam images via Bluetooth LE over to the screen. So uh, here there's a image selector. So you can go into your, um, you can take a new photo, or you can go into your photo gallery and pick something. I've picked a goose. And now I'm going to hit send new image and you'll see it zaps it over there right quick uh, over over the Bluetooth and it shows up on your otherwise not connected to anything in the world other than uh, radio waves. On wow, your... radio waves are amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, so that's what I'm working on. I'm going to show uh, some of the nitty gritty details tomorrow on my show. So stop by John Park's workshop at four o'clock Eastern and I'm writing a guide on it. So uh, you'll be able to get this set up and running in no time. Okay, right. thank you, uh, JP. All right. Okay, let's now check in with folks from around the community. Oh, no, wait, no, and Pedro, sorry. Yeah. I saw your screen, that's why I was confused. No, and Pedro, sorry, I did not forget you. Hey, hey, folks. Hey, what's going on, guys? So we got a uh, Phil B inspired project. We've got a hologram inside of a Pi portal. So just activate that. So it, we have Blinka here, and she just turned around. It's a Pi portal with a, a servo mounted on the bottom there, and it is doing the little peppers ghost effect that uh, Phil B. Yeah, you can touch Blinka. It's kind of fun because it just floats, yeah. floats yeah. in the air. Yeah, these are little inexpensive kind of pop-up prisms. They're made out of plastic, and uh, it's just got a little suction cup there. Mm -hmm. They're meant for, like, mobile phones, I guess, but, hey, yeah. it works pretty well on the Pi portal screen. Uh, so the graphics, um, we kind of prepped this up, but it's got Blinka in four different quadrants so that they line up with the uh, with the edges there. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, we got a guide on there. And Isaac actually helped and collaborated with us. So we got uh, we got a guide up there with a nice few two files, so folks can just drag and drop it and get their gifts on there. And uh, you know, it's using the Arcada library, the gift player code, so folks can uh, use that on all sorts of different um, displays. Mm -hmm. And you can get the 3D printer files. And this is sort of like a uh, skeleton sort of project you can adapt, making maybe make like a holocron from like Star Wars or some sort of like a crystal yeah. ball or something like that. A bunch of possibilities on there. Just a servo, the Pi portal with a power boost uh, on there, and, and a battery to power the whole thing. You can just make it a nice little portable rotating yeah. program. We're just missing the sound effect. Like, uh, help mm -hmm. us, Blanka, you're our only hope. <laughs> OK, next <laughs> version. OK. All right, thank you. What else you got going on? Okay, oh, any other demos you want to show? Uh, you I the... turned it off. We'll oh, okay. <laughs> Tune into 3D Hangouts. We, okay. we have uh, your videos and more on the show tonight. So okay. Thank you. Okay. All more right. Halloween making on the way. All right. Next up, for real. Now we're going to community people. All right. First up, Tim. Hey, Tim, Hi, Tim. What you got going on? We can't hear you, Tim. Yeah. You're if muted. You can, if you can unmute your mic, Tim. Let's see. No, no audio is coming out. Now you're muted. There's a little microphone. Yeah, we'll come back to you, Tim. Maybe uh, check out the settings and see what you can do. Okay, All next right. up, let's go to Alvaro. Hello. Hey, hey there. So uh, last time I, I showed uh, a little bit of my bra Braille keyboard. So mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the cables for now are pretty ugly because, you know, I, I need to reroute this in, in Eagle Cat. But uh, you can see here, you know, the, the tiny itsy bitsy M4 running Python, and of course, all, all the code is running on our secret Python. So you can ch uh, check a couple of, uh, of videos that I have on, on how it's working. And uh, a couple of another thing that I wanted to show is uh, there's a, 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 a nation a place with petroglyphs here in Costa Rica called Guayabo. And I'm working right now with some of the archaeologists that are in that site. And they basically uh, send me this. Uh, I don't know if you can see it pretty well, but yeah, you can kind of see yeah, the, like the layout of the. Yeah, this one is the, is an alligator, and this one is supposed to be uh, like a puma or like a tiger. So, uh, can you please go to to share screen for a second, please? Yeah. Uh, let's see. We're uh, you have to add your screen for me to do that. So when you yeah, go, to, um, yeah, when you do the share screen. Go. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, that's nice. It's like a three D print so yeah, of yeah. artifact. Yeah, this is basically the, the same uh, object, but uh, in in Blender, just to show it, you know, because it shows shows better. And uh, with these archaeologists, what we're doing is that um, in a couple of, of weeks, I'm going to be uh, also doing a lot of three uh, D prints for. Can we go back to the camera, please? Um, it's done, yeah. Oh yeah, thank you. So. Um, in a couple of, of weeks, we're actually going to, to get more objects from a place called uh, Pedregal. And in Pedregal, they actually have more than 400 uh, of these objects. And now the people in Costa Rica actually don't know these objects because it's very remote. You have to walk for a, a couple of days to get to that place. So this is a bigger uh, version of the other one. Yeah, you can see it better. And um, I'm learning Blender and fixing a lot of these objects. So. I hope I can I can share them in a couple of weeks because right now I'm waiting for the for the permission for the archaeologists so I can share every every object. Yeah, so that's it. That's Thank fantastic you. because uh, you know you're not people might not be able to travel there and even if you do you're not going to be able to pick them up and touch them maybe but then anyone can 3D print them 
stuff you know yeah. they want to pick it up and hold it and move it and if you're a young kid you're not you know you you're maybe a little too clumsy to hold a real artifact but this way they can get real they yeah. love this stuff but they yeah. don't get to touch it actually for the, for the visual impaired so right now we're working with a, with a museum and we're probably going to do a couple of, of expositions with a lot of these ones probably larger than, than the one yeah. I'm printing right now so that people you know can actually that's fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much. And of course, if you want a sticker, please email supportedatafruit.com. We can send you one. You can slap a sticker on, not the real one, the 3D printed one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I love that. Thank you. I hope in the future we have museums where you can touch everything. That'll be so as long cool. as you have a backup copy of it. I think. No, that's, yeah. no, it'll be fully 3D printed duplicates of the real artifact. You just, you can touch all you want. All right, let's go back to Tim to see. Hi, Tim. If, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, so I work at a library. I was on before and showed you a couple other things that I've done. So we're working on a haunted house right now. And this is what I just set up with NeoPixels. A haunted Ooh, library. Ooh, that's nice. It's so glowing, I don't know yeah. if you can hear it, but it's also breathing. Yeah. yeah. And the lights are coming up and down with the breath. So that's what we're working on right now. Um, this is the fun stuff. So I've got a, can you see that? Yeah. So a Raspberry Pi and an Arduino connected via USB. And then, so I have a Python script that is, um, controlling the audio for the breath. And every time it starts the breath loop, it sends a signal to the Arduino to resync the lights. And that's what's um, doing the audio and the lights together. Amazing. That looks that so fantastic. cool. What a so great library. If folks want to visit this haunted house, um, where could they find out information and more? Um, they can get, see, find us on Facebook. It's KentonLibrary.org uh, Kenton is our website. Or put in Kenton Library into Facebook, and that should pull us up. Outstanding. Well, if you uh, want to show and tell sticker, email support at Adafruit, and uh, have a fantastic Halloween, and thanks for doing this. All right, this is a great way to get people in the library. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Awesome. All right, thank you, Tim. Next up, we're going to go to Richard, and then we're going to go to Juan. All right, Richard. Hey, guys. Um, so uh, I got an update on the cloud over here, um, and I'm pretty much all finished. So uh, it does, uh, this is running off of Home Assistant. Um, so any device that has a web browser, um, I can adjust it so I can turn it on, I can turn it off. I'm actually going to do it from my computer and you can see the response time. Um, no, fast. So there's a bunch of different uh, animations that I added in it. Uh, one of them is you can see that I'm collecting weather data uh, from dark skies and I'm actually feeding that with the MQTT feed um, into the cloud. So I have this special uh, button here called weather, and that will actually read what the current weather is and then display that on the cloud over there. Uh, of course, it's just mm -hmm. overcast here in Seattle right now, so uh, it's been that way for a little while. I'll show you some of the more, more interesting stuff. So the, the sunny weather one, um, it's going to uh, do some bird chirping here. Um, so it's a little subtle. Um, but you'll probably start hearing some of the birds in the background. Um, nice. One yeah. of the cool things, so this is using the, the Huzzah um, uh, ESP-266 and the music uh, wing on it. Um, the cool thing that I liked about it, so there are two things that I really liked about it. So one is that I actually put in a, a feed for volume control. 
So through the interface, I can control the volume using the code. Um, but also, um, since I'm using an SD card, I have a lot more uh, room for different music files. Uh, in there, I'm going to switch it to the rain routine um, that does rain. So the rain routine also reads how much rain um, uh, there is outside, and it'll change the amount of LEDs that are blinking according to the amount of rain, but it also has three different sound files. So it rains even louder if there's more rain or less if mm. there's uh, not as much rain. Uh, but the cool thing that I figured out this week is since I'm using the SD card, the big problem I've had is I these clouds are going to go to people who don't really know how to program Arduino, and I don't really want to give them a big tutorial on how to set up the ESP8266 to, to flash the code yeah. with their Wi-Fi and MQTT credentials. So what I did was I put a config.txt file on the SD card with all the credentials. And when it starts up, it just loads those credentials, puts them into the temporary memory, and then it connects to the network. Um, so it's not exactly really safe security-wise because I have plain text uh, credentials saved on the SD card. Um, but my plan is to figure out now that I have it imported into the Arduino code, um, to switch that over to the EEPROM uh, or do some sort of encryption and then resave it on the um, on the SD card so it's encrypted yeah. at least. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Excellent. Those are beautiful looking clouds. I love all the different ways that you're indicating things without just like having text. Again, it's like not a television. It's like you're like, how do I indicate there's more rain? Oh, I'll just make the the platter uh, plat sounds louder. And that's like yeah. a way that humans can like, oh yes, the, there's more rain because it sounds more like rain. It's so smart. Oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Richard. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Richard. All right. Next up. Juan David Chang. Juan, are you still there? I don't see you. Yes. Okay. We hear yeah. you. Oh, there you sure. are. All right. Now, <laughs> hi. Um, uh, now um, I'm working on a project with machine learning, and I just a couple of days. I saw this video on the new Arduino. It's called Nano BLE 33Sense, which can do um, machine learning. And you can also, uh, not also like a yes or no, but also you can do uh, like movement stuff. So yeah. you can recognize and then you put like emojis in your desktop or something like that. So, um, but I was actually um, kind of <laughs> sad that it like, I think, you can like train data with um, the circuit Python um, libraries, which hopefully maybe in the future. So mm -hmm. now I want to show you my screen. All right. When you show mm. your screen, I'll add it. So just, um, yeah, when you hit okay. screen share. Yes, okay. I think I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So in, in the Arduino, you can in the stereo monitor and yeah. you say yes, no, ah, it, no, yeah. There you go. I got it. Yeah, and it's kind of fun and it's easy. And so with um, movement, you can train it on Google Colab, which is in Python. But the thing is that like you have to program the Arduino in C plus or well Arduino. But then you have to start doing this on Python. So mm. maybe I was asking for help if you can do it like all in Python using the um, CircuitPython. 
Yeah. We'll Hopefully get, soon. We'll it's... be able to get there. Um, one of the things that we're working on that you uh, may have seen is you can take uh, the machine learning stuff and put it on our SAMD processors, the same Arduino code. But one of the things that we did is we have a display. So we're working on an update to that demo, the emoji demo. So when you move it forward, instead of you having to have a computer, it'll have it on a screen on your device. So there's no computer needed. So we're getting closer. Microchips are getting, the, the getting faster TensorFlow, and faster. Yeah, the TensorFlow is still under a lot of development. So it's not quite ready to be added to CircuitPython yet because it's like every single day they're changing something, which is really exciting. Um, but also makes it very hard for us to add it to CircuitPython. So if you want to do it all in Python, I think the best thing to do is there's really great tutorials on Google's site on doing machine learning and Colab and follow those because it's the same kind of thing. And if you practice doing it in Colab and then maybe on a Raspberry Pi, that is the best way to have a Python experience. Because I think even when we do get to adding TensorFlow Lite to CircuitPython, yeah. It's not going to be even. It's going to be slower than Arduino, even. So it's not going to be as powerful. And so these are the trade-offs you have to make because you're fitting a huge project into like a little microcontroller. So that's what I would recommend if you want to do pure Python. Um, all the CoLab tutorials are in Python right now. Yeah. Um, so two things: one, email support at Adafruit.com, and we'll send you a seen on the show and tell sticker, and then email pt at Adafruit.com. That's my email address, and I'll send you one of our new. Uh, we call it Edge Badge. It's a machine learning um, badge. It has a screen and buttons, and you'll be able to do the same exact demo, but you get a screen. So if you say cat, it could show a picture of a cat, dog. You can only do you know, two or three words, but I'll send you out one of those um, so you can uh, play with that too. Okay. Okay. Thank you Bye. so much. Okay. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Okay. That was our show. And we want to get some more drippies in, and then we'll sign out. Is that, well, is that what we're going to do? Yeah. All well. right. Upside down trophies. I think Alvaro's going to play us out. Look at this. Okay. Alvaro, you want to play us out? <laughs> okay. We got a band. I have music. I was like, you're excited. All right. Well, I love them. Okay. I won't put you on the spot then. Yeah. All right. All Thank right. you, everybody. Thanks for making this the best 20 minutes of our, well, 28 minutes of our week. Every single week, we do this every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. This is Show and Tell. Ask an Engineer. Starts at 8 p.m. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. You gotta get set up, and we'll be back in about eight minutes. See you next week.